hold our government accountable for all of the funding for Ukraine. So I want to talk about that a little bit at the end, but let me explain the situation we have here. Congress has appropriated $54 billion to aid in the Ukrainian conflict. And then our president, Joe Biden, has requested another $38 billion this week. The American people, the taxpayers of this country, deserve to know where their money is going and how it's being spent. Let's just break this down a little bit. Of the $54 billion appropriated by Congress, $44 billion is for aid to Ukraine and other affected countries. But what is what other countries and how are they affected and how did the American people's taxpayer dollars go to those countries and to who and to what organization, to their government in what way? Also, how is the military assistance being appropriated? $23.3 billion is for military assistance to Ukraine and other countries impacted by the war. Again, what are, who are the other countries? How are they impacted? Are we talking about Poland? where Ukraine fired missiles and it accidentally killed two people in Poland. Is that what we're talking about? But let's talk about the aid to Ukraine. Here in the news, we're just finding out about the situation with FTX and the cryptocurrency. So is American people's taxpayer dollars going to fund aid in Ukraine, but yet it's really funding something else that's happening, maybe ending up in Democrat donors' pockets? Was that helping Democrat campaigns? Was that helping Democrat candidates get elected? $8.9 billion is for the humanitarian assistance, including emergency food and assistance for Ukraine and Ukrainian refugees in the region and for other countries directly impacted by the conflict. Again, what other countries? And how much money went to the other countries? And what organizations are involved? Who runs these organizations? And why did they get the contracts? $11.8 $11.8 billion in other assistance, including for direct budget support to Ukraine and development aid and other assistance to Ukraine and other affected countries. What development aid? What assistance? Who is running this? These are all the questions the American people have. Now, here, think about it like this. Separately from congressional appropriations, the Biden administration has already committed $17.6 billion and security assistance directly to Ukraine since the start of the war just this year. It's been about 10 months. The Biden administration has also authorized 23 drawdowns, that's selling weapons and equipment, under the Presidential Drawdown Authority since August of 2021 for a total value of $10.6 billion. Now let's compare that, all of this, to what our border receives. Our Border Patrol asks for $15.46 billion to secure the border of the United States. President Trump's border wall would have only cost $22 billion. With the money we've sent to Ukraine, we could have already secured our border, but we're not doing that. We're ignoring the, the dangers happening at our border and the national security crisis that's happening in our country while we are completely protecting another country's border, and also waging a proxy war with Russia. We had 5 million people cross our border illegally since Joe Biden took office. And let's compare that to how many Russians have invaded Ukraine. 82,000 Russians have invaded Ukraine. 
I think the American people and the taxpayers of this country deserve to know why the Biden administration and this Congress is so interested in funding the protection of Ukraine's border and not the protection of our border. That's a very good question. Joe Biden is supposed to be the president of the United States, not the president of Ukraine. This is a national disgrace. We've spent nearly twice the money in Ukraine on that war than it would have cost to build the wall to keep America safe from the worst of immigration. There's a lot of leftists that will say that that is racist to build a wall. Look, the Latin culture is beautiful. There's a lot of tradition and family values that does the American culture well from the Latin culture. That is not the issue. The issue is that every country on earth, there's a percentage of people that are criminals. Every country, every ethnicity. So we need to build this border wall and quit sending money to every other country in the world. We can't be the world police. And let me give you a history lesson too. NATO expansion, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, is the reason for Russia's aggression. You hear a lot of leftists say that, you know, you're pro-Russia if you're not supporting Ukraine. Look, we have pushed against their border. You remember the Cuban Missile Crisis? Have you heard of it? That was a result of us pushing against Russia's border. This is another result of us pushing against Russia's border. We were going to have troops in Ukraine, and we were going to have them right on Russia's border, and they could just easily walk into Moscow. Not easily, but they could be have a land bridge to get into Russia. And we wouldn't want that in the United States if we had Chinese soldiers in Mexico near the border. Yeah, we would probably invade Mexico. So we need to stop expanding NATO and being in Russia's backyard, and maybe they wouldn't be aggressive, and maybe they wouldn't invade Ukraine. Nonetheless, the Biden administration needs to get this together and needs to fund our border wall, but I don't think that's going to happen. Obviously, they're trying to let as many people in as possible, and it's not right because American citizenship should mean something. It still should mean something, regardless of from where you are in the world I mean, all immigrants are welcome to America legally. We are a boiling pot. That's what makes us beautiful. And yes, there could be reform to the immigration process. That's a whole other topic. But for now, we need to close this border. We need to get this together. We need to remember that American culture, if we do not preserve American culture, we're going to have two nations of people sharing one land. And that's very dangerous because when you have two nations of people sharing one land, what happens is you forget who your neighbor is. People don't recognize each other anymore. They don't know each other. So we've got to restore this nation. We need to build this border wall. And I support what Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing by passing this resolution. And it, there's some effects to it. I'll show you a little bit more in this video where it will hold the Biden administration accountable or at least make them go on record and say what their actions are. So what this resolution will do, let me explain it. It's a privilege resolution, so I entered it in today. Now, they have 14 days to decide what they're going to do with it. Those, those, are, those are days we're in session. And then, if they make no decision, I can force this resolution to the House floor for a vote. And guess what Congress gets to decide? 
If the committees say they want nothing to do with it and refuse to tell the American taxpayers and the people of this country that they will not show transparency and provide all of the information that I'm demanding and my, my, my colleagues here are demanding, and we're asking for everything to do with military, civilian, and financial aid. We want it all. If they refuse to be transparent, then I'll be pushing this to the floor for a vote. And then if Congress votes this down, guess what the message will be to the American people? It will be, you don't get to find out what's happening with your money. They'll be telling the American people no. And I think that is a very bad message to tell the American people when it comes to the security of our border, the protection and safety of American citizens, especially when, be, when being compared to a foreign country, a country that's not a member of NATO, a country that should be being told to negotiate for peace and end this war, and a country that our American military, our American taxpayers should not be funding.